Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Off the Beaten Track, a podcast that highlights local racetracks, drivers, owners, and more. To join the show live, call 646-668-8461. That's 646-668-8461. And now, here's your host, they call him the NASCAR guy, Nate Webster. And welcome into this edition of the Off the Beaten Track podcast. My guest tonight is uh, from Richmond International Raceway. He is the VP of Marketing and Communications, Mike Waddell. Uh, Welcome to Off the Beaten Track. Hey, thanks, Nathan. Thanks for having me on tonight. It's uh, great to visit with the Off the Beaten Track audience. Awesome. Um, So I have um, just a series of questions that I've formulated uh, based on visiting uh, RacingVirginia.com, which is what we're going to talk about tonight, and uh, talk about your inspiration for creating RacingVirginia.com. I understand it came to you on a hot summer night. It did. I was just started here at Richmond International Raceway last July, and we were interviewing for a new director of ticket operations and guest services. And I had a job candidate who had come in from another part of the United States, and he had never been to a short track. And having grown up around short track racing in Hickory, North Carolina, I knew the passion of the fans and had the uh, excitement growing up of going to watch guys like Tommy Houston and Sam Ard and the, the great John Settlemeyer, who was my personal favorite racer growing up in the black and yellow number 39 car there at the 3.8 mile oval. And so... I said, well, if he's going to come work in NASCAR, I want to take him out to Southside. And Southside is a great little track right here in Midlothian, Virginia. It's a little part of Richmond. And we went over there, and it was, it was awesome. And you could see that the passion of motorsports was alive and well at Southside. They race every Friday night. In fact, we'll be out there um, about nine different Saturday nights uh, this year with RacingVirginia.com and doing some, some mobile marketing. But – I was out there, and and I came back, and I talked to our president, Dennis Bickmeyer, who's a veteran in sports, but especially here in in, in auto racing. He's worked at Auto Club at Michigan and now here at Richmond International Raceway. And I talked to Dennis about it, and he said, well, you know, your idea about this website, this digital platform, it really focuses in on what our strategic plan is to market Richmond International Raceway and the – two race weekends that we have here with the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series and with the Xfinity Series. You know, it's going back to basics. It's reconnecting with the base. So that's where it was born. And, Nathan, it's gone out really well since we launched back in the early part of the month, back on April 3rd, right after the Martinsville race weekend. We have really hit the ground running. We have great columnists and every one of the 27 tracks or the facilities i should say right here in the commonwealth of virginia are actively engaged with us and the the probably the most important thing about the website is just the combined schedule because it really shows you the power of racing almost every day of the week here in the commonwealth of virginia it's something else 
Right. I did I did have a chance to check out the schedules and it seems like for no matter what track you're interested in visiting, you have a schedule up for that track and you have information about the track too for people who haven't gone to that track before, so Oh, absolutely. I mean, even tonight, there is uh, testing and tuning in Fredericksburg at the Summer Duck Dragway. I mean, does it get any better than that, the Summer Duck Dragway? I don't know what a summer duck is, but uh, it has a dragway, and they're testing and tuning tonight up there. And they also have over in Dinwiddie at the Virginia Motorsports Park, NHRA Division One Lucas Oil drag racing series uh, going on tonight. So a lot of fun to uh, travel through the Commonwealth and Really, you're probably never more than about 20, 25 miles away from a motorsports venue here in Virginia. Definitely. Um, tell me about the collaboration of both Richmond International Raceway and the backing from your local government that helped to get this off the ground. Well, the government really didn't get involved with us as much as you may think. There is a, uh, a Drive Smart Virginia package uh, with a group called Who's Your Driver? And they're just trying to make sure that people are driving safe on the on the highways and, and making great choices when they're out and about enjoying themselves here in the Commonwealth. And and so far it's been a really great initiative. We are partnering directly with Who's Your Driver, not only on Racing Virginia, but also with some direct marketing activities out and about uh, different tracks. And we'll, we'll have different nights throughout the year. And, and I think that's a great message because race fans are, are, are great people. They like to go out and have a time, uh, you know, every time they go to a, a racetrack. But they like to have a smart time as well. And that's one thing about Who's Your Driver. They're helping people make great decisions and, and supporting race fans when they go out. And, and if they've had a little to drink, they, they know how to uh, best locate a designated driver, and that's a great thing to do. That is definitely awesome. Um, you have a lot of content on your website, RacingVirginia.com, and not a lot of ads. Do you feel like content is king? You know, I do. I mean, the, the, we didn't do this site, and really. The, the inspiration behind this site was not to simply make money. We want to cover our cost. But right now, we want to really shine the light on the grassroots of racing. And it's not just oval track racing. We're talking dirt track racing, like at Virginia Motor Speedway, world-class road facilities like at Virginia International Raceway. They have so many great things going there, not only with sports cars, but also with motorcycles and so many different activities that can go on. I mean, VIR in itself is like the country club of racing. They have a spa there. They have a hotel and club cars out there almost every weekend. It's, I think, over 300 days a year they have something going on at VIR. We have go-kart tracks in the state. We have drag strips in the state. So there is no limit to the, the breadth of motorsports, and we want to cover it all. And, and while we do have Joe Moore, who's a veteran Virginian, who started out at Langley Speedway uh, towards the Virginia Beach and Hampton area, and he's the voice of NASCAR on the Motor Racing Network. But Joe's a columnist for us. We have the legendary Randy Hallman, who is a um, just so experienced scribe out of the Richmond Times-Dispatch, who's now retired but has written books on NASCAR and, and on travel. Mm -hmm. He brings a lot to the table, and, and we're looking to add people all the time. Because to tell the story of these racers, and one initiative I'll tell you about later about how we're really trying to bond with younger fans, 
and and make yeah. motorsports something that's cool again. That's the, that's the key for this site, and and really to bring together these venues across the Commonwealth and 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 have mm-hmm. them talking to one another and working with one another. That will be the the big fun because uh, they're in Massachusetts. I know that you're you're very familiar with John Adams and how he and uh, so many there, the great patriots there, the uh, Revere's and the Sam Adams, how they all came together to help the United States uh, form. That's kind of what we're doing here with Racing Virginia. We'll have a Racing Virginia Congress coming up at the end of the year in December. We're going to get everybody together, and and that's going to be the beauty of it because right now it's a tough time for all sports. And and if you're efficient and you're you're making things uh, come together, that's a a wise way to do things. And, and again, I think everybody's number one initiative is to try to give something back to the awesome people who make up our fan base. We're we're nothing without the fans here in racing. Right, definitely. Um, Tell me about your featured sections. You've got featured drivers, featured tracks. How often do those areas change? Well, we'll be adding different drivers. When we launched the site back on April 3rd, we launched with Denny Hamlin, who's from Chesterfield, right outside of Richmond. Gray Gauding, who's from uh, Colonial Heights, right here in Richmond. Elliot Sadler of Emporia. You have uh, Jeb Burton, who is from the uh, western part of the state, and also Timothy Peters. So those are the drivers that we focused on right now, the, the Cup and the Xfinity drivers and the truck drivers. But I think one thing that you're going to see, and this is going to be the exciting part, we have something that's uh, being it's the working title. And we might come up with a better brand. Maybe the off-the-beaten-track listeners can help us name this. But we're going to come up with an equivalent of the Coca-Cola racing family, but we'll do it with – drivers from virginia and nathan here's the here's the fun thing about this all the drivers are going to be under 18 years old and we're going to tell the story through these young people we have folks like macy causey macy is a dynamic young woman 16 years old she's in the nascar diversity program right now with rev racing through max siegel who used to be with dei but we're we're taking that to the next level and trying to promote Macy. We have uh, a young man who's on the rise here in the state named Chase Burrow. He's the grandson of our track director here at Richmond International Raceway, Linwood Burrow. But he goes, that family goes back and racing over 60 years, and he is 12 years old. He races in Arena Racing USA, outstanding little uh, thing that goes on here over the winter months and ends right before our racing uh, weekend uh, next Friday night here at the Richmond Coliseum. But uh, Chase is also running dirt for the first time up at Virginia Motor Speedway and runs the Flying Zero truck. So that's a lot of fun to look at it through his eyes. We also have Mm -hmm. a young man named Zach Lightfoot. Now, Zach is an interesting kid because he's winning championships already. But the great thing about what Zach does is that he represents a a, a population of young people who sometimes don't get all the opportunities in sport. And I'm talking about young uh, boys and girls who are autistic. But Zach is autistic, but he's a racing champion. And he's rising above what some people might look at as a limitation. And he's showing that there are no ceilings for young people with autism. And then we have another young uh, kid. His name's Timmy Terrell. And, and Timmy's great because he's known in the racing circles as Mini Terrell. And he has a great relationship with Jeff Gordon, but this kid might not be, he might not even be four foot eight. But he's already jumping on the, uh, uh, on the gas at places like Langley 
and Shenandoah Speedway, and he's winning championships as well. Dominion Raceway up in Fredericksburg. I'm telling you, when you look at these four young people, and they'll be part of our track takeover event coming up next Sunday, April the 30th here at Richmond International Raceway is part of our big race day there. But we're going to tell the story through these kids, and hopefully that gets people enthusiastic who are under 18 and want to come out and, and take a look at it. Right, definitely. And I think um, all across the racing area, um, it seems like they want to attract the younger fans to come out and not only watch the races, but also look into competing as well. And um, I've spoken to some younger fans on my show. I had a father and son uh, racing team, small racing family, um, and the son was only 12 years old. So, I mean, you know, when it gets to when you get into quarter midgets and half uh, uh, and um, you know when you get into smaller tracks and smaller racing, um, those areas are not uh, well publicized or well um, well shouted out, and I think that's something that we need to work on um, as a racing community because. Is the shorter tracks where these kids, where these young kids get their starts and work up their ranks, uh, and the diversity program is a good way to do that as well. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more. And they always say that the children shall lead us forward, and and it really is the case now. Through i racing and all the on track versions that you mentioned, Nathan, kids have opportunities now that they didn't have twenty, twenty five years ago. And I grew up in a racing town to where, especially in my church growing up back in Newton, North Carolina, there was a pretty famous racing family named the Jarretts. And Gentleman Ned won the cup championship back in the 50s and 60s. And then, of course, Dale came through later on along with his brother Glenn, who's still a broadcaster on the Xfinity Cup and truck races with MRN. But I watched those guys, but they didn't get their chances to, to ride in the car until they were well into their 20s. And now you have right. uh, kids through iRacing and through this Arena Racing USA who were jumping in uh, cars before their 10th birthday. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could have done that. Th- these kids have nerves of steel, and I think it's a, a testament back to uh, the sport of racing that it is open to uh, all boys and girls. Uh, people uh, uh, of all uh, challenges, and, and, and it's a great equalizer. When you get behind that car, it all comes down to how good you are behind the wheel. Right. Now, you spoke earlier about Joe Moore. Uh, he has become a name synonymous with race reporting, uh, and you also spoke about Randy Hallman, um, right. who has over 45 years of sports writing experience. They're bringing it to the table at RacingVirginia.com. Uh, talk about those two additions to your uh, family and talk about how excited you are to have them uh, telling your storylines week to week. Well, I think one of the things that you have when you bring a guy to the table like Randy Hallman is you have a journalist, I mean a real newspaper guy, who gets the, the stories. He's not, he's not a, a point and clicker. He's not just an Internet you know, uh, blogger. But this guy, nothing against internet bloggers, but Randy's a pro journalist, and he's told stories of all kinds. So he'll get behind the scenes and really shed light and peel back the the layers on some very interesting personalities 
in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And our site does focus on the, the Commonwealth and our, and our multiple venues and our very rich history because unlike Massachusetts, we don't have baseball and hockey and basketball and football teams. What we right. have in Virginia in terms of professional sports is racing. And so, you know, we want to tell that story, and and Randy does that and and brings such a a depth of knowledge that, uh, you know, a a, a brand-new web platform like Racing Virginia is very lucky to have an association with a quality guy like Randy Hallman. And then in Joe Moore, I mean, he's the voice of NASCAR. I mean, he is the guy who's traveling Every week that there's an ISC or an independent track that has a a broadcast, the Motor Racing Network is there. Founded by uh, Big Bill France back in uh, you know back in the 70s, and it's still going strong. And Joe started on the PA microphones at places like Langley, and yeah, even Richmond International Raceway back when it was called Nathan. I don't know if you know this. The genesis of our facility here was that it was the old state fairground. You know, that that was yes. the, the, the yeah. thing, you know, throughout New England. How many places has Dave Moody, uh, you know, barked over the, the microphones out there and, you know, fairgrounds from uh, all the way from uh, Maine through Massachusetts, Vermont, you name it. And, and, and here is a guy like Joe Moore who has a deep history in the state. And, and still to this day, even though he's at the, the pinnacle of the sport, the pinnacle of mm-hmm. broadcasting on the radio, still is thinking about, the local drivers and his best memories, I bet you if you ask him, came at some of those uh, local tracks. And we're going to tap into that as well. But he will be our, our, our voice of NASCAR, and he'll share some things on there. He has some uh, great thoughts, and we've given him uh, free reign, both he and Randy. They are, they are not under any uh, restrictions. They are to go out there and tell the story that they want to tell, and we're proud to be the vehicle at RacingVirginia.com where that's done. Right, um, and I have uh, watched uh, Joe Moore on on uh, things like Raceline TV. So, right, that's a good. That's uh, a great that's a syndicated TV one. show. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are some of the best features about RacingVirginia.com that you could say, without a doubt, other racing websites don't have? I mean, there are close to thirty tracks and five different drivers. I'd say that's a good start. Right. Uh, well, you know, it, it's, it's growing, and we're brand new. So, you know, it's going to be a, a site that evolves. It's going to be a site that takes a lot of direction from the different tracks because, in a lot of ways, we'll follow the, the very successful formula that J-Ski has. And they take the, the announcements that come in from the different tracks, the press releases, the, the features and such, and they give those a, a unified platform. So it's a place every day where you can go and you can see the latest content. You can have direct links to all of the facilities in the state. You can look at that unified schedule uh, all the way down, and that goes you know, for over 600 events over the course of 2017, if we would have gone back to January, but just from April 3rd forward, there will be over 450 events that will be cataloged right there where people can look. And then uh, you never know what we might have come up. I'm really excited, though, Nathan, about telling the story of what it means to be a racer through the eyes of these young drivers. And we're going to go out and and talk to some older drivers as well. We're going to tell the story of why, why would you choose to put all of your extra money in life into a dirt car? 
or into right. a drag dragster? Or why would you go out and spend $70,000 on a BMW or a Subaru and then race around on the weekends? I talked to a guy the other day over at Dominion Raceway and their brand-new road course in, uh, here in the northern part of Virginia, just outside of D.C. He spends yeah. on a weekend. He'll have a Porsche out there. He'll spend six thousand dollars on brakes fifteen hundred dollars per wheel i mean that's an amazing that's an amazing thing but his passion is driving to the limit pushing himself and that machine to the limit and and getting the most out of it and i think that's there's a certain type of mindset that i think is just fascinating and we'll tell those stories on racingvirginia.com Awesome. Um, now, you made three pledges to all of those who visit RacingVirginia.com. Tell everyone what those three pledges are. Well, re- refresh my memory right here because we're so busy with the uh, start of our, our racing week next week that it, it, it's escaping my mind. But if you can recite them back to me, I can uh, elaborate on them. Okay. Um I will do that in one second as soon as I get back on to the site where I saw them. But I believe it if was. You're, you're talking um, about on my – okay, well, I, I think I know where you're going. Um, when we talk about that, we are going to promote all forms of racing. We're going to do that right. whether it's paved, dirt, road, club, drag, cart, cycle, or anything else. If there's a motor involved and you're trying to go faster than somebody else, we're going to cover it all. This is not – another cup site this is dedicated right. first and foremost to the local drivers racingvirginia.com we're also going to tell the stories of the people here in virginia that are the lifeblood of the sport and that goes from the first families of the the earls who started martinsville and the sawyers here in richmond to the individuals at every venue who are putting together this money every week by any means necessary like we talked about a second ago nathan to keep going fast And then the the, the most important thing, and and we've referred to it a few times here tonight, that we're going to listen at RacingVirginia.com to you, the folks that come on and and engage our platforms, that read our website. And when you have ideas, we're going to follow up on them. I'll give you an example of that. I was talking to somebody the other day about women in motorsports. And if you think about women in motorsports, there are a lot of uh, women who have ginormous ginormous positions in the sport. Lisa France Kennedy, the head of International Speedway Corporation. Jill Gregory, the chief marketing officer of NASCAR, a huge position with a lot of responsibility. But where I want to focus on right now is something that happened back, and this goes back to 1986. Think about this. Racing is an alpha male sport in a lot of ways, or it began that way. And in the 50s and 60s and even into the 70s, it was not allowed that that, uh, females were even allowed in a NASCAR garage. So to see how this is is going, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing how this has gone forward. But in 1986, we had a public address announcer here at Richmond International Raceway named Sammy Bland. Okay, his broadcast partner on the PA was a guy named Ray Melton. Ray died in 1986. And who was the person that replaced uh, Ray Melton on the mic along with the legendary Sammy Bland? It was Sammy's daughter, Ann Bland. 
and she became mm-hmm. the first, and to this date, Nathan, the only female PA announcer in the history of NASCAR Cup. I mean, that's an amazing thing. And she retired back from uh, active announcing in 1999. But that's a story that only one time in the over 50-year history of NASCAR have you had a female who has been a lead PA announcer. And this year, next week, on April 30th, we will have two females joining our PA announce team for the first time. Our lead announcer, Joey Self, our number two announcer, is a veteran of MRN, a turn reporter, Buddy Long, who will come into the booth. But then we have two former Miss Sprint Cups who are outstanding journalists in their own right, and Monica Palumbo, one of the original Miss Sprint Cups, and Kim Kuhn, yeah. who is still active Kim, on yeah. MRN. And and, and yeah. we're going to have that because we feel very strongly about every little boy and every little girl that comes into our facility. We do have a youth focus for a lot of ways because yeah. the youth are the future of our sport. But, Nathan, we want every little boy and little girl to come into the facility and know that they could do any job there. They could run the entire place as the CEO. They could run all the marketing. They could drive the car, or they could cover it from the media standpoint. And I think that says a lot about racing and about what we're all about, and, and I could not be more proud to be associated with this sport or with this RacingVirginia.com platform. Awesome. Um, well, the last question I have for you is, what is next for RacingVirginia.com if you haven't already covered it? Um, I see you have an online store in the works. Is that something that you're going to be working on in the very near future? We do. We're going to take it slow, but we're going to offer some uh, different experiences. I think that's some of the things that, uh, you know, anybody can offer a hat or a shirt. But what we can offer through RacingVirginia.com is for somebody maybe to come down from New England and maybe they're on the uh, way down uh, I-95 and they want to uh, stop off and see a race. We're going to offer experiences at tracks, not just the opportunity to buy a ticket, but the ability to maybe go behind the scenes. I mean, last week was my first dirt track race, and I don't know how long, but to go to Virginia Motor Speedway, to be there with a guy like Bill Sawyer, who grew up around the Richmond Fairgrounds Raceway and and NASCAR at the cup level under his uh, father, the, the legendary Paul Sawyer, But then when ISC bought the track from the Sawyer family, he went and invested that money back in the sport. He could have gone and done anything he wanted to on the planet. He he is a very rich man, but he decided to invest back into the sport. And so to be able to hang out with Bill and to watch how they groom the dirt track, how they take care of the racers, how they're there for, you know, people like young Chase Burrow, who we talked about earlier in the Flying Zero truck. Right. Giving those kids the opportunities to, to start out, I mean, look, I mean, it's all about lap time. We know that. You know, kids have to get lap time, but giving those opportunities, there's stories to be told. And we want to give those opportunities to fans, too, behind-the-scenes opportunities to go to these tracks. The, the one I'm looking forward to going to is a place called Lonesome Pine Raceway. Yeah. Now, I don't right. know. I don't know if you've ever heard of Lonesome Pine, but – 
it's out in Abington, Virginia. It's about five and a half hours away from here. And in a few weeks, after our uh, cup weekend is done here at Richmond on April 30th with the Toyota Owners 400, I'm going to hop in the car and we're going to make we're going to make the bonsai run. Randy Hallman, myself, and our director of communications, Brent Gamble, we're going to hop in the uh, racing Virginia Camry and we're going to hop out to uh, uh, the Pine and we're going to see something. They say it, it truly could be like the field of dreams for racing. It's the track of dreams. It's it's in an isolated area, beautiful scenery in the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains and. I look forward to being able to share that through the words of Randy Hallman and through uh, the, the pictures that Brent and I are able to uh, shoot back. It's, it's going to be a special night. And I look forward to re- uh, to reading about that and seeing those photos on RacingVirginia.com. Mike Waddell from uh, Richmond International Raceway, I appreciate you being on the Brief Off the, off the Beaten Track podcast, and uh, we'll catch you on uh, RacingVirginia.com. Thank you very much, Nathan, and thank you to all the listeners. This is a great podcast, and I look forward to helping to uh, publicize it here on our digital platforms as well. Thank you. All right. Have a great night. Thank you. This has been Off the Beaten Track, a podcast on Blog Talk Radio. To have your track, team, or racing event on our show, just email otbtpodcast at gmail.com. That's otbtpodcast at gmail.com. Or check us out on Facebook at Off the Beaten Track. Thanks for listening. Nathan, thank you. Yeah, thank you.